Today on the Marvel Cinematic Universe podcast, there's real news, you guys. Like, we actually have casting info and, uh, and, and like, Cap's penis and, you know, all kinds of things. Uh, Yeah, casting info. uh, Like, I feel like... Of all the news, that the, those aren't the biggest ones. But yeah, the, we, we we got a bunch of news to talk about today. Kang in the MCU. She-Hulk has been cast. It's just awesome, man. Really, really excited. Uh, we'll be back with all that after this ad we have no control over. Welcome to the Marvel Cinematic Universe Podcast. My name is Matthew Carroll. And I'm Jeff Randall. All right, Jeff. I feel like we just don't have any time to waste today. We don't have any time to waste because Hemsworth, Chris Hemsworth has confirmed he is not done yeah. with the with the character of Thor. He is not done after Thor Love and Thunder. Yeah, it will not be his last appearance. That is huge. Yeah, that man. That is huge news. Um, I didn't, I didn't expect it to be, uh, especially with his Guardians connection uh, at the end of Endgame. I assume he'll at least be in the next Guardians, or, yeah. or, or in some way related to that movie, which seems like it'll be coming out after Thor: Love and Thunder. So I'm I'm really interested how that'll all work. Will, will the Guardians appear at the beginning? I mean, Thor's the Thor is a character who does seem to just like show up wherever the plot needs him to be because <laughs> he of course because the Bifrost and all of course. <laughs> so. I guess you wouldn't have to have the Guardians, but it'd be kind of nice if the Guardians uh, got a little cameo in the beginning of Love and Thunder. Yeah, yeah, it would. It would be nice. Um, you know, uh, thinking on it, like he gave away, uh, he gave away the rule of, I guess, New Asgard um, in Norway to Valkyrie. Yeah, mm-hmm. sorry. He gave away rule of New Asgard to Valkyrie. Uh, what a, what if he gave away the mantle of you know Thor or the God of Thunder or whatever you want to call it? He gave away that that title or whatever to Jane Foster because we we we've seen Natalie Portman you know is going to hold the hammer. We know that. Um, so he gives her that, and and they do the Jason Aaron run where he just is. Odin's son. He has this like this big axe. Uh, at one point, he gets his arm cut off uh, by Malekith. Malekith's not around, but somebody could do it. And uh, he gets his arm replaced by the uh, with the. I think he uses the arm of the Destroyer armor. Oh wow! To be his his new arm. I don't think he would use. Well, yeah, although that was very tall. Did the Destroyer grow and shrink? I can't remember. I think it does. It Okay. It, I think it, you're right. It modifies itself to fit what it needs to. Okay. So it could fit fit on a Hemsworth if it needed to be. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, he already lost his eye. So, mm-hmm. you know, what's what's one more appendage? Yeah. He's really pulling a pulling a Darth Vader here. Yeah. <laughs> it's gonna be full robot by the mm-hmm. end of it. If you take you know, there's a philosophical question here. If you take each part of Thor and replace him until Finally, there's none of the original Thor. Is he Thor at all? Well, that's why he's got to hand the mantle over. Yeah, it's probably Is he fair. still worthy, though? Yeah, that's a... You know, this this whole thing with Endgame, his whole mission and all that was, am I still worthy? And him realizing he still was. Uh, it'd be interesting to tell the story of, like, what what would he have to do to become unworthy, you know? Ooh, like yeah. what what dark thing would he have to... he have to do or have to go through to make him unworthy? Um yeah, craziness. 
And I wonder if that has something to do with uh, Jane Foster taking over the mantle. Yeah, I mean that's what it that's what it did in uh, in Mighty Thor that she was in. What did he do in the comics that made him not worthy? It wasn't it wasn't necessarily something that he did. It's that Fury, uh, Nick Fury, whispered to him that Gore was right, and Gore the God Butcher uh, had said that no god is worthy. Like none of the gods are worthy. How can they be worthy if they just like idly stand by while people are wiped out? Uh, you know, wherever they are, if they're not always trying to help literally everybody, you know, if they ignore prayers or whatever, like they can't be worthy. There's no way. Hmm. And as soon as Nick Fury said Gore was right, the hammer just dropped. Interesting. So we're left to see that like Thor, see Thor, I don't know. Does that, does that Thor changing view of himself that causes him to lose his worthiness there? Which kind of seems like what they did with the storyline. Uh, in this the first last, movie. Yeah. And if, well, in Infinity War Endgame too. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. Him kind of, he, 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 we, we, we never saw him not be worthy of the, of Mjolnir, but, uh, meow, meow, but, um, meow, meow. we did, you know, we did see him like think he wasn't worthy, which caused him not to take up the fight or whatever, which is kind of a similar thing. Thor, I'd like to see Thor move beyond that. Cause we've seen that kind of twice now from him in two, dif- whole, two different like, ways being worthy of the hammer. Yeah. Like that being his benchmark. Yeah. And that's kind of all his whole benchmark. And he did, he did give up his rule of Asgard. Maybe he gives up the mantle of Thor of Thor, uh, or the God of thunder or whatever, whatever the mantle is called. Uh, because it's another thing he's he doesn't feel like it's him or something. Yeah, could be. Kind of like he did giving it over to Valkyrie or whatever. Yeah, like clearly I'm not fit for this. You do it. Yeah. Hmm. Interesting. Hmm. All right. What that else we got? Cool. We got so many, so many more news things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, sorry. Uh, so one that came out uh, today, actually, uh, She-Hulk has been cast. I am so excited about this casting. If you guys haven't heard. Tatiana Mislani has been cast as She-Hulk. Uh, right before we recorded, Brian V. Klein posted it in the Stranded Panda chat on Facebook. So um, thank you, Brian V. Klein. Deadline is reporting that Tatiana Mislani lands role in the new Marvel series She-Hulk. And she is one of the best actresses I have ever seen. Are you an Orphan Black fan? I am not a watcher of Orphan Black. Dude. Dude. What it am is... I doing wrong with my life? It's it's one of those situations, yeah. Like like okay. it's it's one of those that if you haven't seen it, you're like you're fucking up. Uh, like <laughs> <laughs> that's fair. It that's is fair. Um, so freaking good. Um, and I can't even really tell you what is so amazing about it without uh, without spoiling everything without, about it. Well, yeah, without spoiling some aspects of it. She plays a role that is incredibly difficult and does it at such a high level that I am absolutely blown away by almost every episode of that show. Like, it's just, it's, it's flawless. It's flawless. And she's a freaking hardworking actress. Like, she, what she does in that show is so impressive on so many metrics. And if you have not seen it, you all should go watch episode one and just, Yeah. We we should probably cover it on Pandavision if we ever have time because it's so good. Oh man, we've got so many things. Yeah, like we're we're mostly sticking to new stuff because that's that makes most sense, and we want we want to be able to theorize and talk and da 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 da. But like, 
man, Orphan Black is so good. I have heard a lot of other people also saying that that show is quite good. So yeah, it really I, is uh, one of the best. It's it's up there with like Watchmen for me as like one of the best shows I've ever seen. Okay, okay. Um, I looked her up on IMDb after I saw that announcement. I was like, "Who the hell is this lady?" And I go and look, and she is in so many things. Yeah, she has done so much work. Um, and you know, with her like with her putting in the work, like. I, you know, she's got to be, she's got to be getting all those roles for a reason, right? For sure. For sure. And, you know, if she's that prolific, hell, give it to her. I, you know, if you're excited, if you, Matthew Carroll, are this excited, I'm excited too. Yeah. Your excitement gets me excited. Yeah. I am so freaking pumped. And I think she'd be perfect for this uh, role as well. Like, I, I can absolutely see her playing this character. Uh, that like has two two sides of their personality or whatever. It's just freaking awesome. Yeah. All right. All right. So our other uh, major casting news that we got this week. It is a big week for this. Um, yeah. This Jonathan, this I think is even bigger news. I mean, this is crazy. Yeah. Jonathan Majors, uh, who is currently starring as Atticus Freeman in the series Lovecraft Country, which if you're not watching, you should be. Yeah. So good. We're covering it on Pandavision. Jonathan Majors has been cast in Ant-Man 3. And the the rumor that Deadline is saying that they their sources are saying uh, his role is, is Kang the Conqueror. Mm. Kang the Time-Traveling Conqueror. Yeah, which makes a lot of sense since uh, the quantum realm has introduced time travel now to the MCU. And, you know, man, I am so pumped. We've got multiverse coming in with Doctor Strange and possibly with WandaVision. And now we're also getting time travel with uh, if Kang is coming. Like, it's just how does he do it? Yeah, it could be a different kind of time travel, but also it could all be related. Like maybe the splintering of the universes causes Kang to come back. Who knows, man? Kang does this thing in um, in Avengers Earth Mightiest Heroes where he shows up in his ship. Uh, the, oh God, Damocles. Damocles was his ship. Um, he shows up in, in Damocles and like the whole ship has time traveled. Which is like it's weird to think about, you know, if you're if you're putting that into like the quantum realm type stuff because you know quantum realm super small or whatever, but like there's a precedent for it because uh, in Endgame that's how Thanos came back is oh yeah that big ass ship came crashing through. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, they could absolutely and and they did it in um, Agents of Shield as well. They brought an entire well, fleet of ships with them. Yeah, yeah. So to the quantum realm. The, just, the precedent is set. Yeah. Oh, man, I, I love this. Uh, we are going to have a lot of speculation about this over the coming months. Kang, if, if this is true, uh, and Kang is coming, well, he's already got, been cast with a really wonderful actor. I, I'm just, I'm pumped, man. And I can't wait to dig into those comics and learn a little bit about Kang, which we will be doing very soon because I want to know. Yep. I want to know. <laughs> can you show me <laughs> my marvel unlimited uh will be getting some use this week yes it will because i mean what you're gonna be you're gonna be traveling here soon right somebody yeah. else gonna be driving uh well i'm gonna be sitting on a beach for a week so okay yeah well, we, we, we 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 probably won't have an mcu cast next week because i'm gonna be gone for an entire week 
get a nice uh, get a nice outline of your phone on your chest uh, mm-hmm. you know, while you're tanning <laughs> nice little white spot that's shaped like your phone because you're reading about Kang uh, I should absolutely bring my iPad to read about Kang that sounds like oh, good, that sounds a good. much a much bigger white square yeah than... yeah much bigger white square <laughs> One one other piece of big good good news and piece of bad news. Let's do the bad news first. Yeah, yeah. Wonder Woman was pushed back uh, to to December. We say you know we say bad news. That's bad news for DC, but that's also potentially bad news for us in the MCU as well. Mm-hmm. Because you know if the if Wonder Woman got pushed back, then there could well be some some throwing uh, Natasha and Black Widow back. Uh, because COVID's still around and the American market full of a bunch of people that don't want to wear masks. So, yeah, it's, you know, it's, things happen. Uh, it's looking, it, if, it's just crazy, man. Just a crazy, crazy time. And the fact that we are not going to uh, possibly even have Black Widow even, even in the coming months, man. I, I'm really, really bummed that that might be the case. Same. I mean, we, you and I have been, you know, gung-ho about uh, renting the uh, the movies that were released on VOD or mm-hmm. on, you know, online rental or whatever, like Onward and Trolls World Tour or whatever it was, whichever Trolls movie came out this, this year. Yeah. Um, and Milan, you know, all of these were like test beds. They were testing the waters. I bought Onward. I love that movie. I haven't watched it again since the first time, but I bought it. Damn yeah. it. <laughs> and it, it kind of feels like maybe, you know, these things have not quite made enough or they haven't quite pulled the, the, the crowd that they, that they wanted in order to justify putting it on Disney plus, you know, for a, a premium fee. And honestly, like we've said before, I would pay so much money for that. Yeah. Yep. And, I do want to clarify, we, we talked about it uh, last uh, week, I guess, when we were talking about Mulan, and a lot of people wrote in that Mulan is not actually a rental, it is a uh, purchase, like it's an early purchase yes, kind yes. of thing. We had a lot of people wrote back wrote in. Um, uh, I'm sorry. Yeah, we, we messed that up. Uh, we, were, we were thinking that the $30 rental for Mulan was a rental. It is not. It is a purchase. So if you want to purchase Mulan, go do it. It's 30, 30 bucks for a brand new movie is not bad at all. It kind of is a, a rental, though. It's 30 bucks for a brand new movie three months early. I mean, so it's, it's a, not a rental, though. You still owe it, own it forever after that, too, though, right? I guess you well, still have to have Disney Plus to watch it, though. Is yeah, that the case? Yeah, you still... You still have to have your Disney Plus account. So you would get it in December if you had your Disney Plus account anyway. So it's basically a three month. But it is a three month rental. rental. It's still different than we thought, which was we thought it was a th- yeah. three, like a two day thing or whatever. Yeah, uh, thing, or a thing, shout, out, watch. shout out to Winston Gordon who wrote in to say that, uh, say that as well as Jake Turner, I believe, and a few others. I think I didn't write, I didn't bring them Several all into the others. doc. Yeah, a lot of people are like, hey guys, you got that wrong. So our bad, our bad, our bad, yep. our bad. Yeah, they don't write in when we're like amazingly right or when we're having a great time and they're laughing too. That, that is not true. Some people do. And I've even got an example today of, oh, yeah? of an, another recording of us being very right in the past. So look, we'll, we'll, that'll be something to look forward to in the, in the, <laughs> in the feedback in a minute. Then I'm glad I brought it up <laughs> so that we could, uh, you know, 
Yeah, you could, yeah, you you're, you're, te- little... you're teasing, teasing the audience. I am just a, just a skosh, just a touch, a, little skosh. a hint, a hair. <laughs> so we get the bad news out of the way. Wonder Woman got pushed back. That might mean that that uh, Black Widow gets pushed back. However, light beacon in the darkness, a light uh, to to grab onto at the end of the tunnel. All the metaphors. <clears throat> Disney Disney put out a Disney Plus thing uh, basically saying this is how we're ending the year and it's going to be a great time everybody it's going to be okay and it was a big montage of all of the stuff that they're doing they had a lot of clips from the Mandalorian in there because you know this is the way Um, and season two of that comes out October 30th I am so pumped about that. That show's so good. Um, but one of the things that the reason it's relevant to this podcast is that there were several little clips in there of WandaVision. So them saying this is what we're doing this year, the end of this year, mm-hmm. and WandaVision's in there, we're getting WandaVision this year. Yep, still on the schedule. And they, originally it was supposed to be December, I believe. So Something that's like that. exciting. Yes. I'm going to use my Oprah voice. <laughs> <laughs> okay i mean i am I'm glad it's that exciting i'm very excited about uh that that flick cannot wait i i, I yeah that series that's what i mean that 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 thing whatever it is yeah. very excited not about only, it not only is it like cinema like actual like mcu high level content mm-hmm. you know where it's the like movie quality content it's several hours of it it is a whole series yeah I'm so down with that. Yeah, man. So down with that. Anyway, so uh, our last piece of, we'll put this in quote, news. Yeah, th- this, is, this is news. This is in the, in the zeitgeist <laughs> right now. <laughs> Chris Evans broke the internet over the weekend. Yeah, he did. So uh, all, you, all you Chris Evans, uh, all the people who basically only listen to this podcast because you need more Chris Evans in your life, uh, more talk about Chris Evans in your life. Uh, there's a lot, there's a lot, there's, there are some of those, I think, uh, <laughs> a little bit. Yeah. So yeah. The, these, uh, the thirst, some thirst listeners, get some thirst listeners that just want to hear, hear more sweet, sweet Chris Evans talk. Uh, he posted his penis on the internet. <laughs> <laughs> he posted America's penis, America's penis. That yeah. is America's penis. Accidentally. Um, that was an interesting couple of days. Yeah. The internet kind of blew up with Chris Evans um, member. Yeah. Yeah. And it was really funny after the fact. He, you know, he gave it a couple of days to like facepalm really hard. Mm-hmm. And then he, he tweeted like, now that I have your attention, go vote on. <laughs> yeah. That's so good. It was so great. I'm like, yes, own it. Own it. It's yep. perfect. Yeah, really, really good. And, and like that patriotic of a post about voting. It's like very much. That is America's yeah, penis. You know, so much Captain America. So yeah. much Captain America. A little too much Captain America. <laughs> I mean, you know, based on what I've heard, it's a lot of Captain America. Oh, I, uh, I saw last night. One of our, one of our, while we were in, the, while we were in the Twitch, Twitch last night, uh, you can, you can review the tape of me looking at a uh, Chris yeah, Evans. Yeah, we can see Matt's reaction face. Penis picture. Yep. <laughs> it's pretty fun. I don't know why you would seek that out, but okay. <laughs> it was funny. 
<laughs> it was a funny thing to do on stream, and I liked that. Uh, it, it's in After Dark. We'll, we'll say what's what happens in After Dark stays in After Dark. But uh, one one of our one of our fine friends there in the in the in the Twitch chat with us just was like, "Oh yeah, I've got it right here. I've got it on my computer, saved. Got it ready. Here you go, Matt." <laughs> Is chambered. <laughs> Here's this. And then other people in the uh, in the the group were just like, "Send that to me too. What are you waiting for? Why don't I have it yet?" All right. So. So. That was fun. Everyone's so passing uh, Chris Evans' penis around. Yeah, I mean, um, they wish. <laughs> all right, all right. That's enough penis talk. I, I feel like we've done enough. We've done enough. Yeah, there, this, there, there are those in our audience that probably don't need or, 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 and or want to hear that. I'm sorry, Gail. And any, anyone under a certain age. Yeah, <laughs> Vibrant Jacks, maybe um, maybe Marshall Naylor. Let's apologize to Ave, all of them. Yeah. Marshall Young? Marshall's in high school, yeah. Oh, okay. I didn't know. <clears throat> okay, 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 okay. So, uh, feedback, right? Y- uh, yeah, I guess that's all the news. Uh, real quick, we're going to take a short break uh, and hit all the feedback after this. Got lots of feedback to come. Right after this ad, we have no control over. And we're back. I mean, we've got a little bit of control over it. We, we control where it goes. We have control of placement. We don't have control of... Uh, yeah, we put the bucket down, whatever they pour in there. We yeah, don't, we, we don't yeah. know what... Yeah, they, I think we've explained it before, but yeah. Our, 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 our stream... Our, our host that allows us to host our podcast on their website basically requires us to put a certain number of ads in, and they change it sometimes, and we've, we've needed to add one in. Um, and we may have to change them again soon, actually. Like, they, will, they want them a little differently now, and we'll talk about it later. We'll talk about it off the cast, but... Uh, yeah. But... Um, All right. <laughs> they... Uh, the, uh, but but we don't have any control over the content. We don't know what that. And uh, we started doing that around the time when they were doing elections because some people were complaining that were like political ads, and we're like, I don't. We don't have any control over that. Sorry. Man, it has been. It's been that long. Uh, yeah, it's been two, about two years because it was the first time was four years ago when that we realized that we're, there were some political ads. Supposedly, they've taken all political ads out, but I still it still makes me nervous, especially because yeah. they had I still the, like I like the disclaimer. Yeah, they had supposedly because like when we read an ad, it's because we actually tr- generally it's because we tried the product. Yeah, like they send us something. We try it. We make sure. We're, oh, and we've we're, got a good one to talk about soon. Oh, yes, we do. Yes, we do. I'm excited about that. Um, but, uh, but yeah, we, we generally try the products this, uh, but the, the thing, the insert ads, we don't have control over. So that's why we, that's why we say that little, 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 little more information than you needed. All right, let's get, let's get through as few, many of these. You've got to go watch the boys soon. I do. It's coming out in like nine minutes. Yeah, man. Let's get to it. I might watch it too. Maybe (laughs) Maybe I will join the live watch. I thought you were doing Lovecraft Crunchy tonight. Uh, that's at eight, so I I could watch the live watch maybe. Anyway, let's let's let's, we'll let's get into the feedback. Ryan Wurtiez says, "Hey guys, you talked about not wanting Wolverine right off the bat, which to me it's hard to think of X Men without him. But I also agree it'd be cool to have him come in later. I feel like Xavier and Magneto are the only two I'm positive I'd want right away. Which X Men do you want in the MCU first? Jubilee." 
<laughs> oh man as a fan of the 90s cartoon yeah. i agree <laughs> that's exactly where my head went uh like who do you like i i, I think i do think it would be smart for them to introduce just the, the, the one of the reasons the 90s cartoon is so good is it be it introduces the protagonist of jubilee who is you know this young girl uh she's just getting her powers for the first time she's scared and it like she calls herself a freak yeah over and over yeah, again. yeah it's like it's it's that in- entry of like a young mutant and they're scared and they're being ostracized and all that stuff. So I, I joke, I joke about Jubilee, but I do think like something like that would be smart. Uh, if they brought in a young, who knows, Kitty pride or someone, it, it honestly would probably be powerful if it was someone whose power was not so beautiful, uh, like phasing and, Ju- you know, kind of that thing sort of thing where like, or just any of these heroes that sort of hate themselves a little bit because they they think they they look horrible or they feel like the world is scared of them. Like Jubilee's firework powers, I, I don't know. That they're, it's pretty. It's it's yeah, pretty. It's, it's pretty. Kind of kind of kind of want someone who like has to deal with being ostracized. Of course. Well, what about Beast? Hmm. Because Beast actually didn't start blue. Yeah. 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 No. Hmm. Well, and even even then, like. Yeah, the only the only problem with Beast is I feel like they really did a not a great job, but a pretty good job of exploring that whole thing in first class. Yeah, but then they didn't do anything with him later. Right. I agreed completely, but it would still kind of be like the same exact story. And I want I want them to explore new things with the with the okay. with the MCU, but I I know they're going to end up retel- re- rehashing some of the stories that we've already seen on screen, but I guess I want them to provide them an appropriate amount of space. Um, they already are. We know they're getting Kang. <laughs> space. Get- anyway. <laughs> That's bad. You did bad. I, d- I did a bad thing. You did bad. Um, so kind of related to, to this uh, story, you know, us not wanting Wolverine, um, Matthew Williams sent in a, a message to say, to be honest, I could totally see this and has a picture uh, of a did you know that the boys star Anthony Starr would like to play Wolverine in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. This yeah. is the guy who is Homelander. Yeah. What do you think of this? Thank you for saying that he's, in, Matthew. He's too tall to be Homelander. I'm sorry, not to be Homelander, to be Wolverine. Yeah, but they said that by Hugh Jackman too and Yeah, and I, Hugh I know, Jackman was too tall. Right, but no one cared. But he's cared such a good actor a that he, he yeah. made up for it. And I think that Anthony Starr could be much the same way. Uh I just I think it's too soon though after Hugh Jackman. And like Starr would be great. Starr would be would be fine. Probably he's a good actor. And if you put some facial hair on him, he might, you know, he might look the part. I just, I don't know that it's the right time right. after Logan. You don't think it's time? I, yeah, I, I do think Logan was such a good swan song for the character that I, I don't need it right now. But yeah, uh, I, I mean, I could see them spending an entire phase of the MCU without really introducing the mutants much at all like maybe introduce one or two mutants so you get we start getting the concept but the x-men maybe not till phase five or whatever you know yeah that's that's what i want that's yeah i I think i could totally see that i want to see like a young cyclops being dropped in uh that you know scott lang has to take care of or you know storm shows up Ooh. um 
so Thor left, right? Thor left planet and Jane Foster is trying to find him, you know, being a storm chaser or whatever, and actually ends up just finding storm. Uh, interesting. Interesting. Except I yep. don't know that she actually just chases storms, but I, I hear where you, I see where you're going with it. Yeah. Like atmospheric anomalies. Yeah, she's, she's finding the atmospheric disturbances, the atmospheric anomalies where, you know, a storm or lightning or whatever, the elements show up where they were not there before, where they were not having that same disturbance like immediately before. And she's investigating and she she's like, he's got to be here. Oh, no, it's actually storm. Yeah. Mm. And what if... Uh... Because she, in, in the comics, she's, like, from Africa or something, right? Or something yeah, like that? Yeah, she's from Egypt. She, she grew yeah. up on the streets of Egypt. Yeah. I'm just trying, I'm trying to decide, like, how we Cairo. how that could be, like, tied in with Wakanda. Uh, which, I mean, I know in the comics, uh, there's an obvious tie-in to Wakanda with the marriage. But, like, I'm just, I'm just trying to think, like, that, that story being tied in that way would be really neat. Like, yeah. like a young... A young girl being ostracized from her community and the Wakandans who are now reaching out to the world fi start finding people out in their community. They're they're getting ostracized because of their powers. And like you could I could see like some uh, some of the Wakandans taking in some of these mutants or something like that. Oh, man. Like what if Wakanda becomes the new Genosha? Yeah. Or or something like that. Or, or some sort of like they they. Uh, they help make like I, they use some of the same technology they use to hide Wakanda for so long, like to help them hide Genosha or something like that. You know, they, they, they see these people in need and they help them. That'd be kind of neat. That would be real cool. Like you it. know, that same technology of like hiding a city in plain sight uh, could be useful for a certain group of people that also have a genetic oddity to them. Uh, as brought out by Terra Genesis. That is true, but I doubt we'll see it for a while. Yeah, because that show was so bad. Mm -hmm, the Inhumans. Although, I do think, I, I think they want to bring in Kamala Khan. I think the them playing up her so hard on the Avengers well, yeah, game. She's um she's got her own series coming up, Miss Marvel. Oh, that's she's right. Disney Plus. That's right. <sighs> I am excited about that series. The thing that doesn't excite me is I can't imagine they're going to tie it in very well. With the with inhum Inhumans? Yeah, with the Inhumans show, for sure. That's definitely not happening. Yeah, <laughs> we're going to try to forget that show existed. But even with the way the Inhumans exist in Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., I kind of worry that there'll, like, make, there'll be some flaws or whatever. Yeah. In the canon, and we'll have to start carving out pieces of Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. and being like, well, I guess this isn't, you know, whatever. But who knows? Maybe maybe they'll leave some of that intact. It would only re All it would really take, because I think the basic mechanics from the comics are still intact of Terra Genesis. So they would just have to do like a few things like making the Terra Genesis look similar or whatever. Yeah. And that's not that big a stretch, right? Like they can pull that off. Uh, please, please make it look the same or do something with it. That's similar. Or better. Yeah. Yeah. Similar or better. Yeah. Anyway, let's see what else we got. Uh, Nathaniel Mlynar said, unfortunately, the Disney Plus group watch currently only includes seven people. I'm sure it can change in the future. Yeah, this is a bummer. Uh, we talked about possibly doing some group watches of the Marvel movies, and apparently we will not be able to. <laughs> okay, that's fine. We can all just watch it at the same time. We all click play at the same time. We'll just mm, we'll coordinate it over Discord or something. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. 
Uh, 084 says Gabriel Luna did a great job in last year's Terminator. I'd love to see him carry a Ghost Rider movie. And Robbie is definitely the Ghost Rider I'm most interested in. Interesting. I'm down with that. Uh, yeah. Of course, you know, I said it last week. I'm still down with that. Yeah. And you agree with yourself. I like it. <laughs> you agree with the guy agreeing with you. That's totally... <laughs> Good. Such a, That's good. Way to quote Lane there. <laughs> I agree with myself. Hey, 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 it appears we have a quorum. Hey, 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 hey. <laughs> that was last night on on, uh, on on our after trivia stream. By the way, I know we plug it all the time because we have so much fun. But like, we've got big things planned for season. Really, this is gonna be season one. We've done like. We did like this an alpha season. season right now. This is beta season. And next season will be like season one of trivia. We do them Wednesday nights. Starts around 730. Uh, we do we do trivia. And then we do games after. And it has been getting better and better. And more and more people have been showing up. It has been freaking awesome. And everybody just hangs out. Everybody's cool. I just really, really uh, enjoy Wednesdays. Like it's just our, our audience is full of people that are just really nice thoughtful fun to hang out with people and i just freaking love it um so yeah man love all those guys who've come to that and uh so if you're interested in like you know we're all in covid times and it's kind of a bummer like even if you don't care for the trivia but even the, the trivia has gotten so fun if you tried it early on we've like we've made a trivia bot uh jeff made a trivia bot it's freaking awesome uh yeah anyway actually i made some improvements today to it as well oh yeah ah, i can't wait so we're gonna we're we're doing that every Wednesday. Stranded Panda uh, TV on Twitch, uh, so Twitch.tv slash Stranded Panda TV. And I actually fixed the the real error that happened last night. So oh yeah, good, good, again. good. Yeah, yeah. We had a had a little bit of a hiccup last night. We're, we we we're calling the the robot that Jeff built is is called Vision uh, because he had to deconstruct two other bots to reap, to build it from scratch kind of thing. Uh, the ideas from two other bots and build them from build this one from scratch. And so it's, it's vision. Yep. It's my, the previous I am one. My creator's vision. The previous one was Ada. Uh, it's been fun. It's just like a Marvel themed, silly trivia night. And with fun games, I just haven't, I'm having a great time. It's so yep. much fun. I just imagine when all the questions are asked, they're being asked by Jarvis's voice. You know, by Paul Bettany. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. It really helps to drive it home. <laughs> Drew Grex sent us a, a series of messages. Um, he said, hi, guys. You called how Thanos destroys Hulk at the beginning of Infinity War. All right, so I'm going to play this. I think this is the one here. The earliest characters like uh, oh, you Captain think, America. Or- you think somebody who's like, yeah, it, it feels like it had to be one of the first four. What if he like completely kicks hulk's ass maybe not kills him but like wastes hulk pretty extremely i don't know hulk keeps disappearing for different reasons yeah but no and one's so it's kind of his style <laughs> thank you drew again for sending that in uh, drew has been sending us in things that we called seasons ago or like you know month months to years, years ago. ago yeah that was like a yeah, yeah that was like a 2018 it was infinity war first look um episode that would have been in like 2017 yeah so and uh and, uh, and we, me uh, me and Alyssa called that that hulk would be the one to uh to defeat uh, or hulk would be the one to get defeated to show off thanos's power 
Yeah, Hulk would be Worf. That, in what situation is that Worf? I mean, like, Worf always gets beat up, so it's, it's like... Well, Worf is like the guy that everybody looks to is like, that's the strong guy. That's right. the guy who can fight. So they often let him get beat up. But that's the thing. Yeah, like, they, they're he, like, go ahead, Worf, you got it. Or the, he's just like, today's a good day to die. Right. The difference is Worf gets beat up in almost every episode, Like, but Hulk has all this actual cred where you're yeah. like, uh, yeah. Anyway, that's it. So that was definitely a solid call. Thank you, Drew, for sending it in. Woo! And uh, Alyssa was saying right there, she says, but... Uh, but you have, uh, but that's Thor, that's Hulk's thing. He's always disappearing for one reason or another. And that's like probably before Ragnarok. I don't know. Like, that's really funny. Um, like, and then to, to know that like Hulk does disappear into Banner after that, you know? Yep. So like that, that was a really good, uh, good little prescient conversation there. I liked it. I liked yeah. it. I'm a fan. And then Drew Gregson in another one. <laughs> he said, hi, Matt and Jeff. I'm writing this email for all listeners of the Marvel Cinematic Universe podcast. Everyone go back and listen to the podcast titled 52617 News. There are so many predictions you got correct. At least five. I'm not going to say what they are, but everyone should listen to it. I can't wait. I'm definitely going to go listen to this. 52617 uh, News. I went like, God, it took so long to scroll back that far in our, in our episodes, but I went back and listened and I was like, okay, yeah, we got that right. Yeah, we got that. Nailed that. Nailed that. Jesus. (laughs) (laughs) It's kind of crazy. Sorry. The good thing is we also get things wrong. So we're not really spoiling things. No, we were like throwing spaghetti at the wall, (laughs) but like some noodles stuck. Yeah. I like it when the noodles stick. (laughs) Yeah. That's what, never mind. Um, oh man, Drew Gex, next one says, um, please make Jeff read this in an Obi-Wan voice. I, I think you can, you, you can definitely get that, do that for Drew Greg, right? I can do that for Drew Greg. <laughs> Hello there. I believe that the Star Wars cinematic universe should be viewed based on the two big reveals, Luke's father and Luke's sister. The father shock must be a surprise, so that means release order. But the Revenge of the Sith reveal that Luke and Leia are siblings is better than the one in Return of the Jedi. Watch the prequels in Between Empire and Jedi as a flashback. I believe a variation of the Machete Order is best. Start with the Skywalker Saga, A New Hope, The Empire Strikes Back, The Phantom Menace, Attack of the Clones, Revenge of the Sith, Return of the Jedi, The Force Awakens, The Last Jedi, and Rise of Skywalker. Then do the spin-offs in chronological order. The Clone Wars, Fallen Order video game, Solo, Rebels, Rogue One, The Mandalorian, and Resistance. Thanks for the great podcast, Drew. P.S. I was born in 2005, and I knew about the Vader reveal in Empire before I ever saw the movies. Yeah. Uh, born in 2005. Man, yeah, sorry for I feel all, so old. Sorry for all that penis talk earlier. Um, Matt. <laughs> Matt. I'm going to say that again. Sorry for that cap story earlier. Uh, <laughs> sorry about that, Drew. Matt. Um, yeah, I feel Matt, I graduated I, I'm with high school in 2005. Uh, yeah, dude, you, I, I graduated in 2001. Yeah. 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 We, we old, man. We old. Yeah. Um, I, I wonder how Brian V. Klein feels right now. <laughs> listening to us talk about how old we are. That's that's mean. Uh, I'm gonna, uh, that's, 
He's always the one that's like, you're not old. I'm fucking old. Yeah, he does. He does do that. Um, but but yeah, I think that's the voice he uses too. Yeah, that's that. That was a spot on. Uh, you thought he Bradley jumped on Klein. here for a second? Yeah, didn't I you? did. I thought, whoa, we're podcasting with Brian again. <laughs> Just, <laughs> yeah. uh, I actually like this though, uh, Drew. Drew, um, I like this idea. I had never really heard it before, but I really like the idea of treating uh, Phantom the, the the prequel series as a flashback, so you get all of the reveals in the proper order. Yeah, yeah, and it gives you enough time uh, between the the reveal of of Luke's father and the reveal of Luke's sister. It gives you some time to let Luke's father like really sink in. Yeah, and and you even find out he has a sister. Yeah, in, you, you find in, out he has a sister at end of Revenge of the Sith. But then you don't find out who it is. That's that's yeah, I like that a lot. Well, she does say Leia though. Oh, does she? Okay, at so the that, end, that at the does, end of Revenge of the Sith does kind of ruin that. Actually, I guess that would be the reveal, though. That's yeah, that's the reveal. It's like oh, and then what? then you go into that next movie, like, and he says there is another, and then you go back and watch this whole prequel thing, and then you like uh, find out at the very end of the prequels as they're hiding them that that's Leia, and then you're like, oh, she, that's really good. I like that a lot, man. Okay, we got to go into it with open minds. Yeah, speaking of Star uh, Wars, Emily here. Emily Sissel says, so with The Mandalorian Season 2 coming out at the end of October, I think y'all should do Pandavision on it. And I request that Matt be on it so he has to watch some more Star Wars. <laughs> I will watch it. I will watch it. I, I, this is the thing. I don't hate Star Wars. I just, I have my problems with it. <laughs> I, I've watched ev- almost everything. I haven't watched all the shows. I haven't watched all the cartoons, but I've watched everything else. I've watched all the live action stuff and probably will continue to watch all the live action stuff. But uh, as for it being on Panavision, probably won't be on Panavision because they're going to be covering it on Star Wars. The Star Wars Universe podcast. Yeah, which Jeff is on with Matthew Westfox. But I would yep, happily... We're recording about Empire this weekend. Ooh. So check that out. They've been, they've been covering the movies, which is awesome. Um, and I would happily join you guys for some episodes of Mandalorian. Yeah, dude, that show... Oh, it's so good. It's so good. That trailer was so good. Oh my God, that trailer was so good. And it's, there's Matt. <laughs> yeah, we, Matt. Were, we were literally going to have an episode of, uh, what was it? Superhero Ethics, I think, where you guys were going to try to convince me that Star Wars was good. Yeah. <laughs> or, well, yeah. Not, that, not that it's good, that it's ethically complex was what we were going to have yeah, a discussion about. Yeah, there's ethical complexity to it. And then yeah. we ended up talking about... Um, uh, Black Lives Matter. Yes, really. we did. Uh, yeah, it was it was a, the the week that uh, all the protests really really erupted. Uh, back in about, May. Back in May, and so we we did not feel like having a conversation about Star Wars seemed fully appropriate. So we just went ahead and talked about what was going on in the world. Um, but that that would be a good opportunity. You guys can try to make me like Star Wars. I mean, I think it's the show. Is going to do it. The show is going to be like, hey, bruh. I, I yeah, hope, okay. I hope so, so. There's, let me, I've got my, I, I, I talked to a guy. Just let me re-say all of that. So, uh, John Niles that I work with and that I also do uh, Monday Morning Movie Medics with, he and I were talking about uh, yesterday, I think. No, earlier this morning. Earlier this morning, we were talking about it. He said, and I quote, 
because uh, this is in our work chat. Um, he said, you know how I always complain about the, uh, the outside pop culture infecting the story? Mando understands this and does the opposite. What's a Yoda? Who knows? How is he making things float? So strange. There's not only wizards, but they're our enemy? Sheesh. He's like, I totally agree with his approach. Yes, the audience already knows and is waiting for the characters to catch up, which is risky, but it works because of the new perspective. Mando won't learn about Jedi from three, you know, from three movies starring Mark Hamill. He'll learn through different experiences. And I told him, I like that about Mando. He discovers the world, uh, the world that we all already know, but through a different lens. You know, that sort of serves as a, as a commentary on how we can bring new or younger fans into the fandom. We have to understand they're going to see all this stuff differently, not the same way we do. They won't have decades of having watched and discussed all this stuff to lean on. Hmm. I like it. And that's how, that's how I continue to feel about The Mandalorian, especially season two, because my God, the show is so good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. Uh, I'm excited to see the second season for sure. Yeah, 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 yeah. All right, we got one last one from Marshall Naylor. Marshall Naylor. He says a lot. <laughs> it's, not, it's not me saying that he said a lot. That was his first sentence. His, his first thing he said was a lot. He says, hey, guys, I'll get that email about the Avengers game soon, but I wanted to get this out of the way first. First, 084's, I think, email about the Multiverse of Madness not being Wanda's fault reminded me of something. In Endgame, there were rules that were set, and those rules were broken. What if both WandaVision and Doctor Strange 2 is all about is about all the shit that the Avengers messed up in Endgame? WandaVision will still be about Wanda being a heartbroken 21 to 25 year old, but I still think it's possible. Two, or second, will Sam Wilson carry his guns now that he's Captain America? In both Winter Soldier and Civil War, he carries twin machine pistols, but I don't think he'll use them when he's got Cap's shield, right? Or when he's Cap, right? Uh, and third, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Season 6 spoilers. A few days ago, Quinn, my brother, and I watched Episode 10 of Season 6, and this is the episode where everyone got possessed. When Izel made Davis jump off that ledge, my god, was Quinn surprised. I mean, he had a kid! Also, that's, that's also the episode that echoes a Supergirl episode where someone could be a white Martian, which the actress who plays Piper, Brianna Ven Venskis, is also in. Just a cool trivia thing. Anyway, Marshall Naylor. P.S. When I first wrote this, there was a quick at the beginning. I don't know what happened to it. What? Oh, that th it was going to be quick. That's funny. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Okay. So... First thing, uh, what rule was broken? What is he talking about there? I don't know what rule he means it was broken. Um, is it because they brought Gamora back? Because that's a different universe, Gamora, but she is back. I don't know. Uh, that's the only thing I can think of. So I don't know what you're talking about there, Marshall. Let's know what you mean. Uh, second, Sam Wilson, in the, in the comics, he does carry the guns with his shield right and he flies and uses guns i think in the in this uh trailer we see him shoot the guns don't we doesn't he like flip backwards and shoot some guns at some guys that are chasing him yeah i believe so so i don't know if the maybe once he gets the shield it's somebody else that's in a wingsuit uh in like a squirrel suit that um that flips around oh, they flip around and shoot at him i think they shoot at somebody okay but he does have his guns when he's flying through like a canyon 
Yeah, yeah. So I think he'll I think he'll still have his guns because Cap had his guns, but those they were his arms and apparently other parts of his body. Um <laughs> As for Agent Shield, everybody getting possessed. Yeah, that scene is awful. And it's crazy because I don't know, we very rarely get deaths on Agents of Shields of agents that we've gotten to care about a little bit. Yeah. Um, except for Colson, who dies all the time, but he always comes back. Uh, that's superpower. <laughs> that's his superpower. Uh, but the other, yeah, that that death is real when crazy. Davis, yeah, Davis went out. Yeah, it was it was real dark, real real dark. Um. All right. Well, you got anything else you want to say on this here podcast before you go watch the boys? No. All right. Well, go watch the boys, <laughs> my friend. Uh, they're going to be covering the boy. Oh, man, we're it's so funny. Pandavision is currently covering the boys and Lovecraft Country, and so tonight. We both are going to record Pandavision, but separately. I'm going to record the Lovecraft episode, and you're going to record the boys episode. <laughs> it's a lot of fun. Yeah, it, is, it is a lot of fun, right? All right, guys. Well, peace out. Until next time, true believers.